This is a time for bright lights to fill the sky, for wonder, joy, and celebration. This is the time for families to make the long journey home, bursting with anticipation. This is when unexpected visitors arrive with gifts beyond anything we could imagine. When songs fill the air and hope fills our hearts for miracles ready to happen. This is the fulfillment of centuries of promise that sages of ages past long to see. A distant God who chose to dwell among his people. A king arriving as a baby tiny hands destined to one day heal the sick and feet that will walk on water wrapped up tight in swaddling clothes held close by his tired mother this is love and color and life and peace and feasting forgiveness and generosity glorious victorious hope for the world with limitless possibility all rolled up in one tiny fragile gift so much more than it seems on the surface this is jesus this is christmas let me welcome you to crossroads christmas eve at crossroads because if you don't know much about us then you have to understand that Christmas is a really big deal for us at Crossroads. We love this time of year because we love what Christmas is about. It's really about the greatest gift that's ever been given, and that's the gift of Jesus. The scripture tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave. Think about that. He gave. Christmas started because God gave. And most people probably really don't understand that the reason we exchange gifts now is simply because we want to recognize the greatest gift that was given in the history of all the world, and that's the gift of Jesus. You know, you've probably been asking people in the last couple of weeks, what is it that you want for Christmas? And it's really interesting because when I think about asking people what they want for Christmas, I'll tell you that Crossroads was really fortunate to be able to reach out and talk to several families in our community, people who were kind of struggling and weren't really sure if they were going to have a Christmas. And, and, and we proposed to some of these people, what, what can we get you? Well, what is it that you want for Christmas? And in one of these families, there was a little boy. And we asked him, what do you want for Christmas? And he said, I just want an alarm clock. That's all he said. I just want an alarm clock. He could have given us a list of things that he wanted, but the only thing that he actually wanted was that alarm clock. And it made me think when we asked him what it is that he wanted for Christmas, he just simply did not realize the capacity that we have as a church to give him what he would have asked for. I mean, he could have given us a list of things, but he simply asked for an alarm clock. Kind of reminds me of a story that we find in John chapter 4. A story where Jesus actually goes to a well to intentionally connect with a woman. And the only thing we know about this woman, Scripture tells us that, that this woman is a Samaritan woman. And he finds, Jesus finds this woman at this well drawing water. She's actually there during the hottest part of the day. It's the time of day when nobody would go to the well to get water, but she goes during the hottest part of the day because she's there, and simply the reason is she wanted to avoid judgmental glances, comments from the other people. Because you see, this woman was like me, and she's like you. She made some bad choices in her life, and because of those bad choices, she carried shame, and she carried regret with her everywhere that she went. And yet Jesus goes out of his way to spend time with her. And as she's drawing water there at the well, Jesus asks her for a drink. Now the interesting thing about this story is that Jesus is a Jewish man. This lady is a Samaritan woman. And in that culture, uh, a Jew and a Samaritan, that just would not be a conversation that would take place. Especially now since we have a Jewish man and a Samaritan woman. But Jesus has a specific message for this woman. You see, he had something to offer her. 
He was going to give her something that she did not even know that she needed. In fact, the words that Jesus speaks to her are actually words that will change her life. And, and I've kind of thought about the words that Jesus spoke to this woman at the well. And the more I thought about those words, I realized that those words actually have the power to change our life this Christmas. John chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus says these words. If you only knew the gift that God has for you. Think about that. If you only knew the gift that God has for you and who it is that you're speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. If you only knew, I would give you. Because you see, we read the rest of the story and we, we find this woman at the well. And we find her there and realize that, that she brought more than just an empty jar to that well. She really has a lot of emptiness inside of her. You see, she'd been looking for someone. She'd been looking for something that she thought would fill the emptiness in her life. And that day at the well, as this lady is looking for something that would satisfy her momentary needs, there's Jesus. And Jesus wants to give her a gift, a gift that will actually satisfy her for eternity. She was looking for something that would satisfy her thirst, but Jesus wanted to give her something that would satisfy her deepest longing and her deepest need. And see, that's our prayer for us this Christmas. Actually, it's our prayer for you, that you would come to know the gifts that God wants to give you. Because if you only understood the gifts that God has for you, then we believe there would be lots of things that you would be asking for this Christmas. There at the well, Jesus gives this woman hope. He gives her the gift of hope. And what's interesting is after this woman encounters the gift of hope that Jesus gives her at the well, she actually runs into town and she tells all of the people in town about this man that she had met at the well and how this man knew everything about her. But even though he knew everything about her, listen to this, he still accepted her. It's, it's like if you take the time to read this story, it's like you can almost hear another gift. The gift of joy. Because, see, it was the light of joy that pushed back the darkness that was surrounding her. Do you realize that's the very same joy that Jesus brings to us today, this Christmas? But let's be honest. The pressures of life can hijack our joy. Take our joy away from us. But remember what the angels declared to the shepherds in Bethlehem that night. Here's what they said. We bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. For unto you this day in the city of David, a Savior has been born. Jesus came to give us joy. Great joy. Not just any joy, great joy. In fact, later in his life, Jesus would say this. I came that you may have and enjoy life. And that you would have it in abundance. So let me ask you a question, a very personal question. What's keeping you from joy this Christmas? A family concern? A financial issue? Maybe there's a problem in your life that's keeping you up at night. See, the joy that Jesus came to bring, this, listen, listen, it's not the absence of problems. But the joy that Jesus came to bring is his presence. It's the presence of Jesus in spite of whatever it is that you might be walking through. He's right there with you. And his presence is in us. And his presence produces joy. And it's this joy, this is the kind of joy that Jesus wants you to experience this Christmas.
so happy to have you here to come and be here with us this holiday season to finish out 2023. We invite you to sing and to worship with us, to honor the King that came down to bring salvation.
guys are being seated. That long-awaited birth of a Savior, it's just a reminder that in Him alone, we have the gift of hope. And it's not just the gift of hope. We also have the gift of joy. But it doesn't stop there. There's another gift that we have. That's the gift of peace. And I love how the angels appeared on the scene to the shepherds. And they make this proclamation. And here's what they said. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. For today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Look at what it says, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Think about what we just read. Because when you think about it, we should be moved by what we just read. We live in a world that is desperate for peace. War in Ukraine, war in Israel. There's peace missing from your life, just like there are areas in my life where peace is missing. Peace is missing in our homes, missing in our relationships. And see, at Christmas, many times we think that we're going to find peace in a product. But can I just tell you, there, there's, there's no product that will ever bring peace. I mean, just ask anybody who drives a Tesla. They love that car. They wanted that car. And they got that car. But they'll tell you, that car doesn't bring peace. Because there's nothing in this world that can bring us lasting peace. Because lasting peace is found in a person whose name is Jesus. And you know that peace that Jesus offers? That's the very same peace that Jesus offers all of us today. Because when we receive that peace, that's a peace that's not temporary. It's a, it's a peace that's not fading. It's a peace that's actually available to all of us. And the beauty of the scripture is this. It tells us that God loves to give his children the gift of peace. Look at Psalm 29. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. And that's what God longs to do for you today. To give you peace. Peace that you can experience in your home. Peace in your life. Peace that you can actually experience. That peace that's actually beyond our understanding. So when Jesus stepped out of heaven into history. He stepped out with the promise, the promise of peace. And my prayer this Christmas is that you would find the gift of peace.
love the simplicity of the Christmas story. It, it's really so simple, but I, I want you to hear it from a little different version. Here's what it says. God wrote, I love you. He wrote it in the sky and on the earth, and he wrote it under the sea. He wrote this message everywhere because God created everything in his world to reflect him like a mirror, to show us what he's like, to help us to know him, to make our hearts sing. See, the Christmas story is really about the, the love of God on full display. I mean, he sent Jesus to show us the great links of his love and the great links that he would go to. 1 John chapter 4, verse 9. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. That he sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. But before the cross and before Easter Sunday, there was this baby born in Bethlehem in a manger. And when Jesus showed up, he brought the light of love with him. And just think about it. The love that he brought, it's a special kind of love. It's a love that's unselfish. It's a love that's compassionate. It's a love that's unconditional. The beautiful thing is that he loves you right where you are tonight. All your faults, all your failures. There isn't anything today that you could do to get him to love you any more than he does right now in this moment. And there's nothing else that you could do that would cause him to love you any less. Think about his love. It's a love that picks you up right where you are. It's a love that can carry you further than you could ever go on your own. The gift of love is one that he offers everyone who will receive him. And this gift of love, once you receive it, it's just one of those things that you just can't hold on to it. You just can't keep it to yourself. You remember that little boy that I told you about the alarm clock? Well, we were kind of self-conscious about only giving him one thing. And we went back to him. And we said, is there anything else that you would like? And I think he realized that he could ask for more than just an alarm clock. And we got him more than just an alarm clock. And it's the same with Jesus. Jesus has so much more for you today that he wants you to experience. Jesus has so much more that he wants to give you. He came so that someday that you could have eternal life. But he also came so that right now you can live an extraordinary life. only knew the things that God has for you this Christmas, then maybe you wouldn't settle for anything less. See, maybe the reason that you came today is simply because this is what we do. We go to a church on Christmas Eve and we, we sing a few songs and we light a few candles and it, it's just what we do. But what if today on this Christmas Eve, God has more for you? The gift of hope when you're feeling hopeless. Or maybe it's the gift of joy. Maybe somebody has taken away your joy. So today, Jesus wants to restore that joy. He actually wants to, to fill you with his presence. But maybe for some of us today, it's the gift of peace. The peace of God in our lives peace that will go beyond what is actually happening around us. But see, here's the thing. 
You can't experience the peace of God until you make peace with God. And the only way that you can make peace with God is to have a real and meaningful relationship with His Son, Jesus. Open your life completely to Him and allow Him to be the Lord of your life. When that happens, you can walk in the fullness of hope and joy and peace and love and all of those things those things are here for you today right now can we stand together
guys can be seated. You have that little communion kit that we gave you that has the wafer on the bottom. I'm going to ask you to go ahead and prepare that and get ready for that. For those that are joining us online, uh, maybe you want to go into the kitchen and grab some bread or some juice. Uh, it doesn't have to be wine. It doesn't have to be grape juice. You can just grab anything that you find there close to you because we want to take a moment and observe communion. Today we gather to celebrate one of the most celebrated events. It's really in the history of the world. And that's the birth of Jesus Christ. But with that birth and with that life would come death. And it's that death that would open the door for all of us who are separated from God. On the night of his betrayal, Jesus would gather with his followers for one final meal. And what's really beautiful about Scripture is that Scripture depicts Jesus eating with all kinds of people. But this meal would be a special meal. Here's what we read in 1 Corinthians. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. If you will, take the wafer, take the bread. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup. Because as you do, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's drink the cup. Father, we thank you for this time that we can gather together on this Christmas Eve and celebrate the birth of your precious son, Jesus, who would live a sinless life and go to the cross, who would be resurrected on the third day, who right now sits at your right hand, interceding for us. We thank you for the gift of his life. We thank you for the gift of hope, of joy, of peace, the gift of love, the gift of love that was expressed in that sinless life and that sacrifice. May we never forget and may his light shine through us as we ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. If we could all stand to our feet, we're getting close to the end of our service, but we wanted to take this time to sing some Christmas carols that you all are familiar with and really give you a chance to worship with these songs that have been sung year after year after year by the church people who have been celebrating the birth of Christ when he entered the world to live the life and who lived the life we should have lived and he died the death we should have died and to bring him praise honor and glory Let's sing these songs and worship with our hearts tonight. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Oh, come, let us say. 
again as we hold these candles. It's kind of a symbol of the peace and serenity that surrounded that night. But also as a symbol of the light that we as your followers should, should shine in this world. Help us to be the people that you've called us to be in a dark world that needs the light of Jesus. God, we love you and we thank you for this time as we ask this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you'll take that candle and just blow it out and hold it straight up so that you don't get wax on you or the person next to you, just let it kind of stay there a few minutes and then we'll ask you just to dispose of that uh, in one of the containers. The door to my right, the door at the rear of the auditorium as you leave today, you'll be able to drop that in a container. You'll also be able to throw the cup away unless you'd like to keep that, but there'll be trash cans there where you can throw that away. As you exit today, you can also leave an offering, but that's for regular Crossroads people. Or if you would like to support what God is doing through Crossroads, uh, again, you can do that. If it's cash or check, you'd be able to do that as you exit. One of our guest service team members will be there, and they'll allow you to put that in the offering bucket. If you would use your bank card or want to use your bank card, there are three giving kiosks in the lobby. It's such uh, a pleasure and such an honor to host so many people as we have over the last two days. Again, uh, we see some people just this time of the year because they have another church uh, and they go to that church and they come here on Christmas Eve. It's always encouraging to be able to see you. We love to see you. We want to see you. Uh, and if you don't have a home church, uh, we'll be back here on January the 7th. We will not be here this upcoming weekend. Uh, we take that weekend off every year, but we will be back on January the 7th every Sunday morning, 8.30 and 10 a.m. Uh, as we leave today, we're going to leave you on kind of a high note. Uh, it's, it's a great song. It's a fun song. So clap, lean in, enjoy it, have some fun. But as you leave, let us wish you a Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm.